Hey, Zev. Hey, hey, Dean. Did you hear that new episode of Two Jews, One Brain? The one on the podcast? Yeah, the one on the podcast. Oh my god, I did, but I couldn't believe the things they said. They said some horrible, <laughs> Honestly, horrible things. I don't think they'll ever get jobs again. I don't think they're going to get I'm a job. I'm pretty worried for them, but I'm happy for me because I left. I laughed too. I laughed multiple times. Not even once. Not even a Just single Just like a laugh. few times. Like there was at least like more than one time. <laughs> Remember that part where they're talking about what kosher is? Yeah, the kosher, like <laughs> what is kosher? And he oh, said and the, the raccoons? Thing, oh, the raccoons. And that oh. song they sing. Eating, oh. <laughs> uh, oh man, that song one. at the end? Oh, wow. God damn. I'm really glad I listened to the yeah, very end. I'm happy I listened to yeah, the very as end. As a two well. Jew, I mean, they, like, two Jews, one brain, they. As other two Jews. <laughs> those yes. other two Jews, they man, get it, man. Oh, wow. Oh. Very controversial. Very controversial. Good for them. In the beginning, there was a brain. A big beautiful brain. Then, out from the fog, appear two gigantic Jews. These Jews happened to have exactly zero brains, so when they saw her, the Jews couldn't process what was going on. They stumbled forward towards the huge pulsing brain, and when they got close, the three beings merged. That was the day they became two Jews one brain. This is their story. You know, that's the biggest thing is society these days. They walk up to you and they say, you, you have to behave like this, you have to do... No. They say... For us, we're just two Jews. They say, excuse me, sir, can you put your pants on? Because you can't be naked in our restaurant. And we say, look, we're two Jews, we do what we want. And if you can't accept that, then we, you don't deserve our service, our patronage. It's all of this PC culture. Oh, don't even me. get me started. Oh, you say, oh, oh here's a participation trophy. On. Oh, you have oh, to wear pants because you're inside. You Ooh. can't take your penis out That's in this restaurant. Sometimes you know. it just, it be yeah. like that. And on the topic of restaurant, we, uh. we had an experience the other day. We went to a restaurant. It was Joe's Crab Shack. And, and we, we said, Joe. Joe. Look, you, if you're going to make crabs like this, you got to make them fake crabs because they're not kosher. Exactly. And, and Joe said to us, he said, what's not kosher? Also, what is kosher? Yes. And we said, is there anything on this menu that we could order? God damn it. And so, but this brings up a bigger issue for us, right? We've been going around town a lot we get a lot of comments on the podcast the pod and people are always saying two jews one brain what is this kosher you keep talking about and we say it's a long story and they say you literally have a podcast tell us the story they say every episode you're talking about kosher this kosher kosher that that. and you explain your terms they say we want definitions it's what they're always saying it's what they're saying it's what the people want so we should take a step back kosher is pretty much just a law it's a few laws and it tells you what you can put in your sweet tum-tum and what you're not supposed to put in your sweet tum-tum they say here are the rules one you put these in your holes you're in big trouble mister okay so yeah that's the character that's the whole set of rules called things that are not kosher here are a few things that are not kosher so uh bumblebees Bumblebees. very much not no question if you read up in the torah in torah chapter one it says 
No more bumblebees. Not for you. Nope. Human hair. Interestingly, mm. not kosher. Not kosher. Comes from a from an old law that says kosher things have to come from kosher animals. If it's from a not kosher animal, you can't eat it. So humans, not kosher. I was just obviously. about to say human flesh. It, it might. It might be. But, but humans aren't kosher. Which. Brings up an interesting set of things. What about mother's milk? Mother's milk? Oh, if you're a young, young child and you need your mother's milk to live. I said, God damn it. Oh, oh, we have this horrible raccoon problem. That's the thing. They come into our home and and they they just... And they start making like this meow Oh, they're making... Yeah, it sounds like that, but it's really more of a... I'm a raccoon. Oh, I'm a raccoon. Meow. Ugh. They won't leave us alone no matter how much trash we throw at them. They just keep coming back. We keep we put a barricade of trash around our home to keep them out. We they, thought it would be so stinky yeah, that they would just like, never oh, come back. God, this place is garbage. It's like that worked that worked for our father. It Honestly, our father. I didn't take out the trash for three days and he never came back. Same thing happened. So we assumed it would work with, for the raccoons. With our lovers. Every oh, single every lover. one of our lovers. Oh, when we were young men. Very young oh, men. Oh, we had a lover once. Her name was Cheryl. Her name was Cheryl. And Cheryl was huge. She was oh, like six, seven. We were just very young men. <laughs> very young. Three, men. five, three, six. And, it, and it's crazy because she would come into our home through the window. Always through the. Why it was, was that? Always through the window. It, thankfully, it was a large enough window. Yes. Oh, Cheryl and her long legs. She we could were fit in through Brooklyn, that window. Obviously. We were in Brooklyn. So we had this giant window, and we would say, Cheryl, Cheryl, come over. And she'd say, fine, but I don't like dealing with your mother, so I'm going to come in the window. And we'd say, if that's what it takes. And then Cheryl, she would just show us sweet, sweet loving. She would. She was a sweet lover, as it turned out. The thing was, we thought she was 6'7", but it turned out later she was actually two young girls on each other's shoulders in a trench coat. And when we say young girls, we mean 46-year-olds. Yeah, but like combined, 46. they were very old. Well, yeah, so together, you put them together, the 92, because the 46 and 40, you understand. Also, it turned out they ended up going to prison for uh, They said it pedophilia. was child abuse. Yes. Like, we, we had up a mitzvah already. We were young. Okay? We had up a mitzvah. We, but we were also men. We, so technically, legally, in the Jewish religion, we were men. Which brings us back to Judaism. Things you can eat... Do not include bumblebees. Do not include human hair. Breast milk is fine, technically. You can't eat human feces, fecus, mm. for instance. Uh, what else does it say Despite in the Despite how yummy it may be. Yeah. Interestingly, though, although you can't eat the bumblebee because bees are insects, insects are trafe. Trafe means not kosher. Not even a little bit. Bumblebees, very trafe. Honey, not trafe. Mm. Honey is kosher. Breast milk and honey are the two, uh, the legally, they're fine. Strangely enough, if you mix them together, not kosher. No, you can't. You not, The swirl sounds delicious. Not allowed. Not allowed, even in the most kosher of kosher dining establishments. Mm-hmm. Like a rabbi could be watching you put it together, and he could say, this is fine, this is fine. There's a whole prayer in, in Hebrew. It goes, 
This is fine, this is fine, it's fine, the way you're doing this, it's fine. And only rabbis can sing that. I, I translated it into English for you, because in Hebrew, we, we're not allowed, we're not rabbis. We can't say that. Yeah, rabbi is like a priest for Jews. It says in the Torah, it says, you shall not spill your seed. It says that. Of honey into not your even breast milk. In the breast milk is very kosher. It's very specific, though. There's an entire chapter. Where it's, it's Leviticus 3.20 and then into 4.20, which says, this is breast milk. This is fine. This is honey. This is fine. If you put them together, it's trafe. It's trafe AF. As F. So anywho, there's a whole list of things that are trafe. They're real, real bad. But then there's, there's the things that are kosher. And there's three categories. First and foremost, breast milk. One of the categories is all the breast milks. Wait, we already... Then, we went over the oh, breast milk. We just were very so fixated on it for some reason. We can't get it out of our Honestly, it, it goes back to Cheryl. She was oh, nursing the whole time nursing. we were lovers. She claimed that she was our mother. But that's a whole nother story. So that's why we miss her. Oh, she. Both of her, like her and her younger sister. We don't have any pictures. We don't have any pictures of them, so we drew them. We've been drawing them on our wall. Yeah, we miss them and love them. Yes. They had one very beautiful trench coat. It's all we ever saw them in. They shared the only that evidence coat. we had that they were two individuals is that there's this very long space between like they had small heads and then shoulders and then just this really long thing and then relatively short legs. Very short legs. So we always thought, well that's Wait. I guess she just has a huge like middle section, which is fine. But it turned out uh, the middle section included two middle sections and a head and shoulders and another set of legs and feet. Like the shampoo. Like a head and shoulders and knees and toes and uh, eyes and ears, mouth and nose. It was all in there. So the three categories, you've got your milks, you've got your meats, and you've got your pav. Pav is Hebrew for, uh, it's fine. Pavahydrates. 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 It's basically the stuff that's not the milk and the meat. So, so milk is pretty straightforward. If it's milk, or milk stuff, like cheese and yogurt and sour cream, it has to be kosher. So you can't go having pig milk, right? Because it comes from pig, which is treif AF. It's super not, it's not fine. Pigs, very not kosher. But it could be cow's milk. It could, it could be goat or sheep milk. It could be. Technically, it could be giraffe milk. But that's another story. Bee milk? No, no, no. They're insects. Very trafe. So let's go. Let's, let's talk about the animals, though, before we even get into the milks. The, uh, the animals, they've got to chew their cud. Now, a cud is kind of like a bolus, is what they call it in anatomy. It's a, it's a chunk of food. So if you're a cow, you're like, oh, this is food. I'm going to chew it. I'm going to chew it. You know what? I'm going to swallow this. And then your body goes, no, no, no. I'm going to vomit this back into my mouth to chew some more. And it's fine. Like, if you're a cow, it's okay. It's normal to do that. If you're a cow, you do that all the time. Or if you're a goy. If you're a goy, you're interestingly, you also... Goy means non-Jew. Um, so, like, like uh, Cheryl, definitely Jew. Judge uh, George Lopez, goy. Oh, yeah. Um, Judge uh, Lopez, you can see it in his eyes. Yeah, in his lack of coils, mm. in uh, his skin, which is fine. In but his it, penis, it, his it, it, deeply uncircumcised. Oh, 
Wow. Like, the it's more a, we look at it, it's... It's almost like they put more skin on it. Yeah, it's like, like not three skin and not five skin. It's like a straight four skin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's unnatural to us, and that's fine. Another story. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you know? they might. I mean, if that's what his mother wanted for him, I mean... Yeah, I mean, if you judge Lopez... If you're Mother Lopez and you say, I would like to have a son now, I'm going to leave his foreskin intact... Because I hate him and I want him to not go to heaven. It's up to you. So, uh, the meats, they gotta chew that cud. So that's like cows and sheep and uh, anything that chews its cud. But then, here's the kicker. Is, uh, you know you know how animals, they don't have fingers? Go on. Well, several of them. Some animals, they have hooves. Now, a hoof is like, uh, imagine a golf club. And now think of the opposite of that. That's a hoof. So you've got those where your fingers should be, but then instead of just one big one like a horse, you know how a horse has like a golf club Go on. for a foot? Like it's a big old hoof. Uh, these, are, these are animals with split hooves. Will you explain the split hoof? Like think of split peas, I guess. So split hooves are basically like a hoof, but then what the rabbi does is he uses a saw, an electric saw. Yeah. But he can't do it on Shabbat. He cannot. So he uses that electric saw, and he cuts the hoof in <laughs> half. <laughs> yes, it makes a sound similar to Much that. Much like... <laughs> yes, yeah. it's something that goes yeah. like... So that's, that's pretty much the whole process. And then, like, imagine a horse hoof, and now it's two halves of a hoof. That's a split hoof. Alyssa, I'm, before I forget, I know that we said we'd do this later. I would like to do a promotion real quick. Oh, we should tell the people about promo. it. Yeah, so basically... Our sponsor. Our sponsor. It was sponsored. We get paid for this, so I didn't want to... Paid advertisement. You know, Just... All, it's you, above you board. Can, it's on the table. We recommend that you listen to this and listen don't close. skip ahead. But so, if you do, it's about 30 seconds from now. Yes. So, George Lopez television show Lopez is airing. Lopez. It's going to be on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Today at 5.25. Check it out. AM. 5.25. The only problem is you're not going to be hearing this till at least tomorrow. But just know that DVR it, it You can playing. go back. Well, it's too late, but they could always just know that it was playing. Yeah, never forget, it was playing. You missed out. Oh, it was probably a good one. Who knows the next time you're going to see The Lopez Show, Season 3, Episode 6. Oh, that was the one where George Lopez says the the funny joke. Yes, and then his wife is there. And and she she says, that's not funny, George. George, and then he says... But, like, the studio audience is laughing, so, like, what does his wife know? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, So the episode is called Split Decisions. Mm, It's about the hooves. It's about the hooves. It's how they turn a normal hoof into a split hoof. splits those decisions, and when he says decisions, he means hooves. Yeah, it's cool. George Lopez, he always speaks in code. So, so, <laughs> so if you if you want to eat kosher meat, you just gotta check in its mouth. You open it up. You're like, hey, you've been chewing cuds in there, and it's like, yeah, I did moo. So you go on and do that, and then you just look at its feet, and you're like, hey, is that a that a hoof you've got? He's like, yeah, it's a hoof. And then you you see if it splits. So to do that, you have to put your face right up next to it, and if it doesn't kick you, it's a split hoof. 
Split hoof. Split. It's that simple. Hoof. But you can't just eat any old cow or goat or sheep or ram or uh, giraffe, buffalo, deer, those sort of things. You can't just eat any one. Well, you can't just eat any of them because if they have not had um, circumcision. A, a circumcision, then that's it's technically not kosher. Yeah. Now, there is something that is complicated, which is... If you murder the animal and then circumcise them before harvesting their meat and organs, it is kosher. It is kosher. You can do that. But you have to circumcise them within 48 hours. Yes, within 48 hours. And you have to kill them in that special way. It has to... Oh, that special way. You can't kill them flaccid. They have to be, like, ready. (laughs) They have to just be wanting it, right? So there's there's a special job... There's the shmusha, and the shmusha, he goes down and just gets them so ready for mm. the slaughter, right? So he'll the shmusha, do whatever he can yeah, to get them he'll ready. show them videos. He'll, he'll show give them, them videos. Uh, digital stimulation. He'll do his hands. He's stuff. got toys. He'll do his mouth stuff. Yeah, honestly, whatever it, it takes. He is an expert, and he for is some animals, it's sent. just sounds. Or he'll go up to them and whisper in their ear. He'll say. Think of that thing. Think of your thing. Yeah. Just go there. Go there. Sometimes he'll just give the earlobe a little, a little licking. Yeah. yeah. We've all worked as shmushes. We, when you're in yeshiva, when you're growing up a nice Jewish boy, you, you get to take your turn. Our cantor used, used oh, to do that for a living. He did. And the voice of him, the voice on you him. Still, you hear his voice when he's singing, and you can sort of tell, like, this man has smushed some animals. This man has oh, seen it all. He's been there. He's so once the animal is rock hard, you take a special knife, you hold it up to his face, and you say, I'm so sorry, I have to do this. But it's a prayer. You say, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, sorry, I have, have to do this. this. I'm cha, so cha, sorry. <laughs> cha, cha, cha. And then you, you slit its throat. <laughs> um, and then you have to take off the head and make the head look at the body, and you take the jaw and you say, goodbye, body. Like, you have to give it a voice. (laughs) That's the thing they don't tell you. Part of ritual slaughter is giving the animal a voice to say, sorry, body, goodbye now, and then you can harvest it for me. But also, when you're doing the voice, you have to make them sound very stupid, and you also have to do, say, a Jerry Seinfeld joke <laughs> you, in that voice. Always at least one Jerry what Seinfeld. What is the deal? Oh, oh, what's the deal with kosher meat? What, what even is kosher? Am I right? Oh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. You know the Jerry Seinfeld. You know the Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, 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 oh. We've all been there. We get it. Oh, boy. So oh. the thing is... The coons. The coons, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raccoons How are really. How are we gonna get rid of all these raccoons? I I think we might need more trash. Our trash might have mm. lost that like real deep smell it used to have, mm-hmm. and now it's like aired out. How much trash do we need to get rid of these goddamn raccoons? We're making as much as we can every day, and still uh, it's like the trash it just disappears somehow. We're making it smellier and smellier every day. Every day. I've been eating soft cheeses, hard cheeses. Honestly, I've been fermenting yogurt in the toilet just to see if that will help and somehow still the trash just it must be losing its stinker because the raccoons they keep coming back they're clearly jewish raccoons because they love our kosher trash yeah so what makes it kosher speaking of milk and meat and trash is and trash 
is you got to be sure your animal's kosher. At that point, you can eat its dairy products. So mm. anything derived from its milk stuff, mm. whether that be bison milk or deer mm. milk, it could be giraffe milk. Mm. Ideally, it's giraffe. It's delicious. You'd that love is it. the best kind. Mm, oh, if you quality. haven't tried it, mm, if you haven't you had kosher it. giraffe milk, you're missing out. It has to come from a circumcised giraffe, though, mm-hmm. which is a, like the schmusha for those giraffes. Oh, those guys, very tall, very tall. So here's one of the little, uh, there's a couple of tricks of the trade of being kosher, which is yes. that if you put a yarmulke on top of any animal, <laughs> it becomes technically kosher. kosher. So bats, you can bats. do it. Even pigs. They, you can have kosher bacon if the pig was raised with a tiny little keeper on its and head. And it was slotted with that keeper. Now the thing is, many people will say, how does the keeper stay on? Like mm. pigs, they don't have much hair. Like, what's it even on? Here's what they don't tell you. You can tattoo the keeper, the yarmulke, Ooh, onto the pig's head. It still has to be a full yarmulke, but you can tattoo around it to keep it there. Mm-hmm. It sounds inhumane, but the pigs love it. They love it. They, they can't get enough. They think they look so cool with it, and to be honest, they do. They really do. If oh. you've never seen a pig with a yarmulke, Google it. You're going to like the way you look. So it's very convenient with this loophole because we've gotten to experience all walks of the land that we is really have. animals. We have had kosher crab. Kosher crab. We've had kosher pig. Kosher pig. Kosher uh, kasha. Kosher kasha, yes. Is Moshe kasha's meat. It is um, his meat. It's all superb. walks of meat. All walks of, of the meat. human. You can. You can have human as long as it dies like it lived with a keeper on With a keeper, yes. So it's a black market, technically, but oh, is it market? Oh, it is market fresh. Market fresh. Did you know that if you put a yarmulke on Pink the Musician and you kill her, you can eat her? You can. They call that pink meat. Pink meat. Like, like we've all had the red meat, the white meat, now you can have the pink meat. Pink meat. It's brought to you by Pink with an exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. You're going to like the way you look. Pink with a key bone. I guarantee it. Pink tried to make um, a Latin uh, Latin culture album where there was an upside down exclamation point at the beginning oh, no. of her name. Did it flop? Oh, it flopped. It was oh. disgusting. It was yeah, very. People kept minded. saying, You're appropriating my culture. You're appropriating mi cultura, as they say in Espanol. And we said, You're right. You're right. And we wrote her a very strongly mm. worded letter in which all the exclamation marks were upside down. And then we were accused of being the racists. Oh my god, they just don't get it. They don't. Sometimes they just don't. So the third category is Pav. And you might say to yourself, Pav, what even is that? Well, let me tell you. Pav is all the stuff that's not milk and it's not meat. So if you've got a fruit, if you've got a gummy bear, if you have um, a bread or a vegetable, you'd be like, well, it's, it's gotta be kosher, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't have milk and meat. So it's just got to, like, you wink. You just say, hey, is this lettuce kosher? And you ask the lettuce. And if it winks back at you, it's kosher. It helps, honestly, if the fruit was raised with a kippah on. Like, if you have an apple and the apple tree was wearing a yarmulke, a kippah, a skull cap. That's what the kids skull call cap. it. If it was wearing a skull cap the whole time, it's kosher. Boom, you got it. Same with oranges. Slap a skull cap on. You can slap a skull cap right on your orange, your lemon. Very kosher. The biggest thing is you gotta be sure to uh, keep it separated. Uh, like the offspring song. Just like, yeah, you gotta keep it separated. 
na 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 so uh that's what our rabbi used to it, he would he sing to that help us remember yeah but he wouldn't stop sometimes you'd just he'd be sitting just in hebrew going school over he'd, and over and he'd say you gotta keep it separated na 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 and then just non-stop we would be sitting there in hebrew school losing our minds the kids would losing our crying. hair i would be pulling out my hair my beard hair mm-hmm. I, I was a very small boy with a very big beard you his you should have seen his beard in the 70s oh it was oh, traditional though like our was beard was enormous oh, our so collective true. beard was three to four feet long we would trip over it because we were very short men at that point we were like three feet tall maybe we were three feet tall with a four foot beard so you'd be walking down the street people would say Oh, excuse me, young man, are your shoelaces untied? Then we'd turn around. And they'd and see it was a beard, big, just huge, massive our beard. beard. <laughs> Enormous. You would like the way we looked. The, the, the thing is, the, you, you can't have the milk combined with the meat. It goes back to an old midrash, which is a story. And, and the midrash said, once upon a time, there was a prince. And the prince went up to his friend, the cow, and he said, excuse me. I would like to eat your meat and drink your milk. And the cow said, you have to choose. You can only eat my milk or drink my meat. And, mm. and the prince said, but I would like both now. And he cut off the cow's head, circumcised his penis, and then just started drinking all of chugging the milk. It. Just chugging, chugging it. a milk. He got on one knee, got a beer bond, and siphoned that milk out of the cow. And the thing was, because he was drinking the milk and chewing on that sweet, sweet jerky, he died. Did you know a that... A horrible death. A kosher cow can hold up to 2,000 pounds of milk in its anus at in its one moment. That's the thing. Moment. Like, normal yeah. cows, oh, we keep it in udders. No. Like a no. kosher cow, she keeps it stored mm. in her prison wallet at all times. It's, always... it's just way up in there, though. Like, she you have to reach in there. and loaded. She, she she's ready. rearing to go. Oh, yeah. She's ready. They are not designed for feeding children, just young Jewish men. Only <laughs> Jewish men can really handle the amount of milk. And, and genuinely, many of us are lactose intolerant. So you'd be surprised the amount of cow milk that we can handle as long as it's kosher. Oh, if it's kosher, you can... So anyway, the, the story goes, the prince died a horrible death. And while he was in hell, God looked down at him and he said, You, you, you forgot to eat only the milk or the meat. So that's why we don't. Uh, you choose one or the other and then you have to wait a while. Um, because your tum-tum... You don't want to get your tum-tum upset. You, you got your milk, you got your meat, you got your path. And here's the thing. You can have your meat with your path. You can have your milk with your path. You just can't have your milk with your meat. That's what my grandmother used to say. Oh, she said, you, you are going to want to eat milk with the path, which is like non-milk, non-meat. And you're going to want to eat your meats with your path. But you, if I catch you one more time having milk with your meats, oh, you're not oh. going to like the way you look. You, she would shake oh. her fist at us. She would. She was very expressive. She would shake both of her fists at us yeah, at the sometimes same time. just at once. You Yeah, at once and then sometimes she would mix it up like one Like boom fist, boom whoa 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 and it right. hurt. Oh boy. It was very painful. So we decided to make a list if anybody seems interested in living a kosher lifestyle. A better lifestyle. A better Very lifestyle. Healthy. Yes, healthy, Extremely better. Extremely healthy. I want to stress 
Like, you will lose better. so much weight. Oh, my God. Uh, your cancer goes away. Cancer cures the cancer. Um, some people have had AIDS, and then they get the opposite of AIDS. They F- get... They eat kosher for one week. Superhuman powers. They get... So, like, their immune system is on fire. Literally. So, here are a list of restaurants where you can get kosher food. Lenny's Deli. Lenny's Deli. Um, McDonald's. Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Uh, you're gonna wanna go to Burger King, but not Arby's. Yes, not Arby's. Oh, God. Oh, don't get us started. Uh, Hardee's and Applebee's are fine, but Chili's... Never kosher. Never kosher. You can't Don't trust it. trust chilies. No matter what they tell you. Yeah, they say, and they keep trying to tell us yeah, these things. They'll say, oh, you can have this broccoli, and we'll say, is it kosher? And they'll say, yes, it's broccoli. And we'll say, how could Was you? it wearing a kippah? And then they'll say, I have to check with the chef. And the chef has to check with his manager. The, the point is, it's never kosher. Out. You can't trust yeah, it. Honestly, I've burned down a chili or two in my time. Oh, my God. Because I mean, they tell me that these Flamin' Hots, they, what's the problem? They've got to be kosher. They seem to not be kosher because my tum-tum acts up. At which point I say, you, you made me go to hell. And yes. I burned down the chilies. And it's okay, though, to a degree to burn down the chilies. Because it does say in the Torah, it says, if Thou you're shalt. very... Oh, it says, thou shalt, if you're very upset, you can technically do whatever you want, including burning down chilies. (laughs) Like, there's there's the thing in the Torah that says, like, you can do pretty much anything to save a life, but some rabbis have interpreted that as, if you're really, really angry, you can do anything. Anything. They'll let you do anything. Like, it depends. Like, you have to prove that you were angry. Yeah, but as long as, like, your face was real red or you were shaking your fist, it's technically... Technically all legal. Yes. By I mean, Jewish law. Murder, legal. If you're if upset. You, if you're legitimately angry. You, like, if you do it in cold blood, mm, very not okay. If your blood is boiling, then mm, what are you going to do? Warm. Mm, it's It's, it's up to more the rabbi. okay. Yeah, the rabbi has to decide. Very specific. So, what was the thing you, the grandmother, what was she always telling us? Oh, uh, I don't know. She was saying some bullshit about, yeah. like, oh, get your penis out of my face. And I'd say, Grandma, I'm we're Hodge. family. What, do you, what, what do, you, do you expect from us? Well, like, this isn't sexual. You're it's my just, grandma. I want like, you to see this. I'm need... worried. Because when the moil cut off and then he cut it off again, I feel like I'm losing some sensitivity. Would you mind just touching it to see if it responds to you? Um, because technically, if I touch touch it, I would be spilling my seed. I refuse to do that. I would be losing my power. But if you spill my seed, then it's it might be fine. okay. Because we're family. We're family. And, it's not uh, weird, because we're oh, family. Oh, speaking of kosher restaurants, Olive Garden, when oh. you hear your family, and family is always kosher. Exactly. Uh, we've got, oh, what's the place on Fairfax and 83rd? Um, uh, oh. The Crab Shack? The Crab Did Shack. Did we already say? I feel oh. like we said the Crab Shack. Well, oh, see, we talked to them, we gave them a piece of our mind, and they decided to put yarmulkes on all of their crabs. Since then, we've been going there religiously. Oh, we won't leave that place. <laughs> Every Sunday we go to Crab Shack and we say, hey, are they kosher? And they wink at us and they say, yup. And then in which we, case. in which case we eat all their crabs. All of it. Now we don't pay. So they've started to catch on. But now we just go to a different Crab Shack each Sunday. We actually had our bar mitzvah at Joe's Crab Shack. Oh, uh, the Joe's Crab Shack on, uh, what is it? 83rd and 12th? 83rd and 
12th, I believe. Yeah. No, um, on the, it's on, you know, 69th cuts threaded diagonal. Yes. So it is technically on the corner of all three of those roads. It was very unfortunate because no one that we knew showed up. They were like, this is sacrilegious. But there were a bunch of local kids. There were local kids. and uh, We told them we'd give them free crab, at which point we stuck them with the bill. But it still, they felt like it was a celebration. They had a good time. They technically, you know, didn't pay. Yeah, I mean, in the end, none of us paid because it was crap. Ended up calling child services on these children. We said these children have been holding each other hostage and we swatted them. It was kind of like a diversion. We we drew the attention to these children. When the authorities came, we made our exit. Exactly. Do we know what happened to them? We might. I mean, but we're not about to tell you about it. Yeah, and it's none of uh, none of our business. It's not really nor up to is us. it any of your business. Yeah, that's between social services, those children, and their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You understand. You know, it's been a really hard year for two Jews, one brain. We uh, we had a lot going on. Oh, we, we didn't found even love. address the new year. We found love. We lost we love. We found it, lost it, found it again, lost it again, got it arrested. It turned out to be raccoons. It was raccoons. It was raccoons. In those, a trench coat, which is what turned us on so much. Because it reminded us of our dear old lover. Cheryl. Cheryl. And it, which brings us to this point that, like, sometimes you you fight against things. You say, oh, that was so awful, or, like... I can't accept these living conditions, or you're squatting here without my permission. And sometimes you just have to accept 2018 for being 2018. Because sometimes it just be like that. Sometimes it be like that. It be like that, like that. Sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, like that. It be like that sometimes. Sometimes it be like that. It be like that. It be sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, it be like that, like that sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, it be like that, like that sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, it be like that. Like that sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, like that, like that. It be sometimes. Sometimes it be like that, like that. Sometimes like that. Sometimes. Sometimes.